All right, y'all. Today is a Friday, and I'm recording this episode earlier than usual. I normally do a bourbon hour on Friday, but I'll be on the road tonight. I'll be heading to meet up with my brother in Oklahoma. He's doing some post, I'm assuming post deer season chores, uh, kind of probably kind of winterizing his land, and and so I'll be up there helping him out. So uh, instead of bourbon hour, what you're going to get today, highly caffeinated uh, conversation. So. I don't know how this is going to go. I did my workout this morning on pre-workout. I lifted heavy. Uh, I've had my morning cup of coffee. And what I just did was shoot a double shot of pre-workout to kind of amp me up. The whole intent of Friday night is to kind of just relax with you, unload, have a cheers to those of you drinking, uh, just enjoying uh, yourself responsibly. And I rip into a topic that I'm real passionate about, something a little current, maybe something that came up on the LinkedIn or the socials, uh, something that somebody fed my way to fire me up. And today I'm fired up, right? So today we're talking about one of uh, my favorite subjects, right? Food and how it relates to our health. Uh, So if you haven't seen, I'm certainly going to educate and inform you on this Tufts Company Food Compass. And I'm also going to go on a little rant about an article I read uh, uh, today, actually, on LinkedIn about how the alternative food, the alternative meat, basically, this guy's trying to say it's coming whether we like it or not, so we might as well get on board. Well, I say fuck that and fuck anybody that tells me to get on board. This show is for the few, not the many, for those looking for a tribe of fellow warriors who embody strength, honor, and respect, who believe in faith, family, and freedom, who see the threat ahead and refuse to sit idle any longer. This show is a giant middle finger to the elite, the entitled, the victim, and the woke. This is the Becoming a Dangerous Man podcast, and I'm your host, Phil Anderton, a 20-year military veteran, husband, father, and a man on his own path to becoming dangerous. All right, so what are we talking about today? So this is an audio only, all right? So I know you can't see this. So I'm going to try to explain this to you. So if you haven't seen the the, the meme going around, uh, you can do a Google search like I did and, and type in like new food pyramid study. And what you're going to see is a graphic with like green, yellow, and red bars going across. And it's basically going to say like, um, that, you know, the title is going to say new government funded food pyramid says lucky charms are healthier than steak. And I will immediately tell you, be careful what you look at because it is cherry picked, right? The, they, 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 they basically graded, you know, hundreds of food and they gave them scores and then they cherry picked to put this and, and it does look ridiculous because, um, watermelon and kale are at the top. Like, all right, whatever. I don't, I mean, that's water and a, and a, and a weed. Um, I don't subscribe. I love watermelon. Kale can, no thank you. Uh, But the third item on the list is frosted mini wheats. And then, so as soon as you see frosted mini wheats, you look down a little more, you see chocolate covered almonds, you see honey nut Cheerios, and these are all green implying good. And then you go all the way to the bottom for the three red that they cherry picked. And the person that made this graphic, very smart, right? People have short attention spans. Um, But at the very bottom, you see whole fried egg and butter, cheddar cheese, and ground beef. And then if you look at the key, like the legend, green to be encouraged, yellow to be moderated, red to be minimized. 
So if you just looked at this, you kind of get the idea. So what I wanted to do is I did a little, re I, I did a little digging. I spent two minutes and I found the article where all the food is shown, right? And I kind of want to go through that with you because it is pretty telling. Um, first off, the meme is accurate. Those are the scores. I mean, they do have ground beef at a 30 and the cereal at like a 87, right? Implying that if you eat that cereal, you're good. If you eat ground beef, you're not good, right? Absolutely, that picture got me fired up. And when I did my homework, I'm still fired up because though there are a lot of healthy foods that they did grade high, they do have things like cereal, things like chocolate-covered almonds, things with fake sugars and processed foods that are rated much higher than lean meats and uh, beef and the cheddar and the eggs, right? So basically my diet, my diet is meat, eggs, and cheese. And the fact that meat, eggs, and cheese are lower than cereals and chocolate-covered anything, enough said, right? You guys get why, why, why we're here, right? So if you go, it's called the Tufts food compass. Um, and essentially in September of 2022, the white house hosted a conference that focused on nutrition, health, and hunger in America. And this guy, Darius Mozafarian, he was one of the main organizers and he is the Dean of the Tufts school of nutrition. So this is a prestigious school, Tufts school of nutrition, right? So he's a big deal, right? He's a big deal. And as most schools, they're funded by taxpayer dollars when they do research. It says here in the article that this study took three years to put together and they did a bunch of data. They did a bunch of research. And I'm going to kind of summarize and walk through this with you of why we should be seriously concerned, right? So the, on a scale of zero to 100, right? And essentially um, what they're saying is anything that got a 70 or above is good to go. Eat as much as you want. You know, that's what you should be encouraged to eat. Uh, 31 to 69, consume in moderation. And then below 30 is to be minimized, right? And you're going to kind of see how this feeds into the next topic we're going to talk about, the whole fake meat thing. Um, but just to give you a little perspective, right? On what scored, right? So we're looking for a 70 and above. So the lowest... So some of the fruit that they, you know, canned applesauce, canned pineapple, naturally that shit's all garbage anyway. So that's like a no brainer. So basically a lot of your raw fruits, your fresh fruits, raw being not processed, not no, no sugars, no canned, no canning, pretty much all your raw fruit is encouraged, right? Very high scores. And I, I couldn't agree more, right? Fruit is phenomenal. I'm a big fan of fruit. I'm going to break your heart here in a second, but I am not a fan of vegetables, right? I think vegetables are weeds. I think vegetables produce toxins and chemicals and rough textures and all this fiber bullshit we've been sold on is actually a vegetable's way of trying to survive and say, don't eat me, leave me in the ground. I taste disgusting. And somehow vegetarians fell for this. I don't know, fiber bullshit. I don't know what started it, but me personally, I'll break your heart. I hate vegetables. I don't eat them. I perform at a very high level without eating any vegetables. So um, kudos to you guys, your blood type, whatever vegetables are good for you. You're never going to sell me on eating a weed out of the ground that produces toxic, fibrous, nasty, disgusting flavors to say, don't eat me. I want to live. And if you pull me out of the ground, I'm going to die. So I'm going to continue to evolve against you and make myself taste nastier. And you idiots are going to keep pulling me out of the ground and eat me. Fruit, on the other hand, has a seed and that seed wants to reproduce. So that seed wraps itself in a delicious, sweet, whatever, right? Peach, papaya, oranges, grapefruits, cherries, can uh, 
cantaloupes, everything, everything with the seed, it wants to be thrown out and, and so it can reproduce. So it gets sweeter, more delicious, uh, fruit in its most natural raw form. Amazing. I'm a big fan of fruit. Um, I don't eat vegetables. All right. Enough of that. Seafood, dairy, eggs, and meat, right? This is a category. So absolutely right. They could have put this on the cherry pick slide, right? There is some good meat on here, right? They do have salmon. Um, they have tuna, canned in oil or water. I don't know about that because if you know tuna, they got oysters, they got trout, um, chicken liver. So the first real meat that you or I gonna, are going to eat is chicken breast, sauteed, no skin. It got a 61. So let's be real. Like a lot of us are not going to eat trout, oysters, tuna, and salmon, right? That's just not in a lot of people's budget or diet. So the first good meat is a chicken breast. So these people want you to believe that the tough food compass, that the highest rated meat they got was chicken breast. They got ground turkey at like a 59. They got some mozzarella cheese in here, reduced. So they got cottage, low fat cottage cheese. So the only meats or protein, dairy, eggs, soy milk is a 71. What does that tell you, right? You guys know how I feel about soy, soy boys, right? Soy is a, is a huge problem right now. There's a massive amount of soy, lectin, soy, uh, tofu, um, what do they call them? Uh, edamame, all that bullshit. Not good. And it, when it's in everything and, and people are constantly consuming little bits and pieces of it and we wonder why our testosterone's down, we wonder why men are weak and confused and, and, and not understanding of their natural, right? God-given caveman status, right? Yeah. Soy milk's at a 71. So have at it, right? Yogurt. Um, what's interesting though, is when you look at the meats that we all mostly eat, uh, Canadian bacon, beef steak, there's a, uh, chicken tenders. Yeah. Chicken tenders aren't the greatest. They're a 37. I'm still taking chicken tenders over everything they have over here rated high, uh, pork, not a fan of. So beef, the first time you see beef, it's a 33, right? It's, it says beef steak. So I'm, I don't know why they put it like that. Uh, they have beef roast is a 43, uh, scrambled eggs are a 50. And remember 31 to 69 is to be minimum, to be, um, discouraged, right? You, you shouldn't be eating a lot of that. Yeah. Oh man. I'm, uh, and you guys know this is real time. So I apologize if you're sticking with me. Now they got some bullshit called mixed dishes, right? A peanut butter and jelly sandwich is basically a 35, which is the same as the beef steak, right? So however you take beef steak, is that just a cut of beef? Uh, is that a cut of steak? Is it ground beef, right? But a peanut butter and jelly sandwich has the same grade as a beef steak. Um, what else is in here? Uh, pork and vegetables, Hawaiian style, that's a 50. Turkey or chicken butter, chicken burger is a 50. Pizza with pepperoni from school lunch is a 48. That's higher than some of the meats they got. Uh, what else is ridiculous on here? Chicken filet, broiled sandwich, fish soup, uh, tuna salad. Here, pasta, whole grain, tomato-based vegetables, ready to eat, got a 78. So basically like a prepackaged meal got a 78. Um, lentil soup, vegetable curry, shit that nobody eats. Um, and then beverages, they have celery juice on here is 100. Tomato juice is 100. Uh, coffees, 28. Uh, obviously, Monster, Gatorade, sodas, all that bullshit. It is bull, it is garbage. So so I'll, let me just summarize, guys. Some of this shit they got right, right? Some of this shit is obvious. 
Um, fruit juices, sugars, fake sugars, all that's garbage. We know that. Um, here you go. Grains, right? This is where they got the cereal from. So they do have a grain section. General Mills Cheerios is a 95. That's higher uh, than I believe the salmon. Or it's, it, So basically, Honey Nut Cheerios is equal to a broiled salmon. Salmon, they gave a 95. Greek yogurt, they gave a 95. And then you go down to grains, which all grains are garbage. Um, General Mills Cheerios got a 95. Total got an 84. Oatmeal got an 80, 79. Uh, Wheaties got a 74. They got pasta in here. They got a power bar. Uh, they got brown rice, which has lectins. It's garbage. Uh, bread, whole wheat bread got a 60. So I don't know. There's there's quite a few grains on here that got higher grades than your beef, your eggs, and your cheese, right? That's that's my biggest takeaway is I did 75 hard. I perform at a high level. I, I work out one to two times a day. I'm very active. Obviously, I work. I do the I do the podcast. I write. I coach, you know, so I consider myself a very high performer and I am fueled by meat, eggs, and cheese. Now, whether that's because I'm O positive and I, I have a carnivore blood type, if you haven't heard of that, you know, certainly look up blood type diets. Um, here you go. Chocolate covered almonds is a 78. Get the fuck out of here. Air popcorn is a 70. So popcorn, sun chips, potato chips, lightly salted, have higher grades than meat, eggs, and cheese. Reese's peanut butter cup is a 30. Uh, and I remember I told you beef steak is like a 33. So they consider a steak to be the equivalent on this food chart to Reese's peanut butter. Now, I love a good Reese's peanut butter cup. That's a nice little cheat meal. But oh, man. All right. Let me uh, let me digress a little. So if you're not tracking, we are talking about the you know, food pyramid, and you're going to see clickbait kind of stuff. New government funded food pyramid says Lucky Charms are healthier than sick. It does say that. It, it actually says that. The danger here is this food pyramid, these studies, this is where, right, government funding, right? So a lot of the inner city, a lot of the lower income, a lot of the public schools and, and even college campuses that are funded by the government, they have to meet these requirements that the government puts on them. The government funding this, the government encouraging this. Now, where it comes from, whether it's General Mills funded the study or, you know, grain farmers, I don't know, funded the study, vegetarians funded the study, I don't know. There's a clear attack on the climate and the cows are the problem and meat's the problem. Meat eaters are the problem because meat eaters have higher testosterone, likely vote conservative, likely take care of their families, likely can defend themselves. I can go on that. I'm not going to make that about this, but there is an attack on meat eaters. There's an attack on cows. And this is another example of them trying to say, see, 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 we need to move away from meat, not just because the cow farts, not just because of everything I just mentioned about higher testosterone males not needing the government and voting conservative. I digress. This is an attack. Guys, what do we do about it? What can we do about it? Well, you got to pack your kid's lunch, first of all, because taxpayer-funded schools are going to buy this bullshit, and they're going to justify less meat on the menu, less whole foods on the menu and more of this garbage. And this study just further allows them to say, see, this the science says, trust the science, right? Or whatever study this was funded by and whatever their agenda was. So what you can do about it is you can get educated on it. You can certainly try to, I don't know how you counter this, right? Because it's already in DC. It's already happening, right? It's, it's already, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, I hate to say that, but there's really nothing we can do about it. 
Um, this is happening behind closed doors. I mean, it's been going on for three years and then they release the study and it's like, oh, here we go. And then does that guide new direction, new guidelines? I would argue school lunches are already trash. They're predominantly high in sodium, high in preservatives. Kids already have tons. My, I can't tell you how many times my daughter will have a Chex Mix or a chip or some shit that we didn't pack in her lunch, whether she's trading it with other kids, whether it's snacks from after school, from daycare, whatever it is, she already has access to a bunch of garbage and, and we try to prevent it as best we can. The sad part is a lot of single, you know, single mothers, a lot of inner city kids that rely on the school system. They rely on, I mean, I was in Chicago and I used to volunteer at a food bank and they would tell us that some of these kids, the only times they would eat were at school. They, they, they were, they would starve at home. You know, they, they might eat out of a seven 11 over the weekend. And then the only whole meal they're going to get is the breakfast and lunch that the school provides. I mean, so some of these kids, this stuff is detrimental to them. So if you if you and I are in a privilege, I'm quoting air quoting, if we're, we're in a privilege because we worked our ass off, you know, I worked out of a, you know, I grew up in a trailer. That's, that's always my caveat. So been there, done that, watched my mom work our way out of the trailer into an apartment, into a home. And then I joined the Navy, worked my ass off. And now I live in a really nice place. So fuck off, right? I worked hard for what I have. So my kids are eating well. Not everybody has that opportunity and the government doing shit like this, it impacts those kids who don't know any better. Their parents may or may not be working their ass off and they're just struggling. And this, the, the school lunches, that's, that's their only right. Cause the kids are the future and you see it in obesity. You see it in childhood, obesity, childhood, type two diabetes, childhood issues, lack of, lack of sports, lack of physical training in school, lack of any kind of physical activity because, oh, their feelings might get hurt. No more dodgeball, no more sitting Indian style. I mean, guys, I could go on, but bottom line, if you've seen it, it is a little cherry picked, but it is accurate. Those are scores that they were given. So um, certainly look it up, the Tuft Food Compass, right? That's what it's called. You could search that directly. Um, that is something that you're going to likely see if you haven't already. Um, that's kind of my thought on it. It, it is... It is the future, guys. I mean, they don't they don't pay for this shit. And then they just say, OK, well, thanks, you know, Dean of Tufts of School of Nutrition. Thank you for your information. Go, you know, this is coming, right? This kind of leads me into my next little rant, if you will, my my next little topic for you. And that's a post that I just read on on, on LinkedIn today. And it's absolutely I just I went off on it. Right. And I'm going to kind of read you um, what it is and and what happened but it's an article this guy wrote and it's called afraid of high-tech food get over it and his post he says an excellent write-up on the need for consumers to come to terms with the fact that our protein will be animal free so i click on it right i click on this dude's article and it starts out too many americans are squeamish about cultivated meat alt protein processed foods and gmos but will need to get used to them to avert a climate catastrophe I mean, do you see how these fucking people think? This is this is how they justify in their head of why we need to be eating bugs. And if you think I'm wrong, look at all the plant-based crap that's in the freezer aisle. Look at all the look at IKEA putting out an article where they're gonna try to make bugs culinary. Like they're literally turning, they're called neat balls and they make them with mealworms. I don't know about you, but I'm not eating a vegetable. I'm certainly not eating the thing that lives under the vegetable. I'm not eating a worm ever in my life. It's not, it's not something that's going to happen. The articles are there. There's lab-grown meat. There's plant-based this, plant-based that. Now they're trying to use all the plant material and produce food in chicken nuggets, chicken tenders, chicken breast, 
Now they're lab creating meat, right? They're using a 3D printer and all those plant-based materials and they're 3D printing steak, right? They're 3D printing burgers. It's happening. And here's, so I'm going to read you word for word what I posted on LinkedIn, right? I said, I call bullshit, right? Consumers have the power and it starts now. Stop pretending a little here and a little there is okay. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Don't buy anything that isn't real, period. Eat real food, real meat, and if you choose, real vegetables. Do not support this garbage and educate yourself and your friends on the dangers of going down this road. The science is out there, right? The science is out there. Small farms, regenerative farming, and biodiversity that helps trap carbon in the soil and these farms become a net positive, right? They become a net positive. Oh, by the way, cows, guess what they eat? When you talk about grain-fed, you understand that when you chuck corn and wheat and soy and all the bullshit that goes in all the fake food, well, there are billions and billions of tons of waste created from all this agriculture, right? Well, guess what that gets turned into? Pe fucking cows eat that shit, right? Cows, uh, sheep, goat, pig, all the things we eat, guess what they eat? They don't just eat grass, right? Where do you think this grain comes from? Where do you think some of this stuff comes from? A lot of the waste from food production for all you people that like to eat your food out of boxes, well, that plant waste gets eaten by this amazing animal that God created to then turn into meat that we can eat. So they eat the garbage and then we get to eat meat. Who else does that? What other animal turns crappy, nasty grass and wheat and all this other shit that we we don't want to eat, right? It's all waste product that vegetarians won't even eat it. They eat it, and then it turns into a steak. And when it's done right, their shit, it feeds the soil, right? Their shit turns into fertilizer, and that could be used for other things. And it's a very natural process when it's done right. Obviously, the Industrial Revolution and industrial farming and these disgusting buildings that trap all these animals, and that's absolutely disgusting. But there are people trying to do it right and the consumer can support that by shopping local, shopping at farmer's markets, supporting your local butchers, finding people in your area, finding companies that do regenerative farming, the different buzzwords out there, but it's essentially small farming, regenerative farming, and they believe in biodiversity. They believe in using the animals and the land in conjunction by those products. That's how you support. That's how you prevent. And eventually what's going to happen, the government's going to have to subsidize this and it's going to be a nightmare, right? All right, back to my post. I could type for days. Anyone claiming the cows are the problem as they drive their electric vehicles and put solar on their roof are morons. Are you guys not paying attention to the millions in slave labor camps being used in other countries to mine those minerals and the diesel being burned to fuel the machines to harvest and transport them? Morons. Absolutely blind, ignorant sheep following this woke climate agenda right off a cliff. I get it. Guys, there's two sides and no middle ground. Eat meat, lift weights, move your body, be happy, or eat fake food, be fake, and be miserable. That's my take, guys. That's my pro, my, my pre-workout fueled rant for the day, right? We're talking about food. Look up the Tough Food Compass. It's ridiculous. It's coming. They, they graded Honey Nut Cheerios higher than meat. They graded Frosting Mini Wheats higher than chicken, Okay. That is your government at its finest, just further destroying our country. And then if you, if you, next time you walk down the freezer aisle and you don't, and you don't believe me how much is, is there, 
Nobody's buying it. It'll be on sale. And at some point, the government is going to force it on us by subsidizing the industry that produces fake food because that's the only way they're going to get it down our throats. I, the answer, buy real food, eat real food, support local small farmers, support local small ranchers, butchers, buy local, shop local, get off of the materialistic, uh, you know, zombie-inducing cell phone, meet real people. Guys, Get on the path to becoming dangerous. Create and capitalize on opportunities for yourself and others. Build your skills and capabilities and understand your purpose. If you don't have a purpose, if you know shit is wrong, but you're lost or you're confused or you don't know how to get in the fight, reach out, DM me on LinkedIn. It's where I'm most active. Shoot me an email. Guys, let me help you, right? Uh, there's some men that have trusted me to guide them on their path. And I am loving it. I am passionate about it. I am so excited to be coaching men to get on the path. It is a thing. It, uh, I, I'm evolving every day. And, and the direction I'm headed is wanting to coach men to get on their path to become dangerous, to get in this fight for masculinity, for their family, and for what's left of our freedom in this country. Gentlemen, thank you for listening and have a good weekend.